0: Another year has passed, another list has been made. The list of my favorite scores of 2022. Your friendly neighborhood German guy Lasse Vogt has kept you waiting long enough. But please forgive me, because I wanted to make sure to not miss anything. That said, I'm afraid that it's actually not a top 10 this time, but a top 9. And I still wasn't able to listen to everything which came out in the past year. So please don't be mad, as some of your favorites aren't gonna be mentioned on here. Before we begin with the actual counting down of my favorites, let me name some honorable mentions. For example, I really liked Rob Cairns score for the short film Mason's Rats, which was part of the third season of Netflix's Love, Death and Robots. Also, who would I be if I didn't like Wednesday by Danny Elfman and Chris Bacon? For the high-concept horror film Nope, Jordan Peele brought on Michael Abels once again, who delivered a truly spectacular score full of surprises. House of a Dragon let Ramin Javadi return to familiar ground, but also gave him the chance to create new themes which fit right along his Game of Thrones scores. The score for the Disney Plus series Willow was very entertaining, with James Newton Howard and Xander Rodzinski delivering a fun and adventurous fantasy romp. (music) Mrs. Marvel by Laura Cartman was extremely interesting, combining familiar superhero hallmarks with elements of traditional South Asian music. For the Disney animated film Strange World, Henry Jackman composed a colorful adventure score which channeled John Williams. game sequel A Plague Tale Requiem gave Olivier de Rivier the chance to build upon his distinct sounds of the first video game, which was incredibly effective, both in context and as a standalone listening experience. <music> Sea Beast by Mark Mancina, while not taking full advantage of its setting, still gave me one of the best swashbuckling melodies I have heard in quite some time. Uncharted by Ramin Javadi featured a Kraken main theme, which instantly became an evergreen on my iPod. And now Let's finally cut to the chase. These are my top nine favorite scores of 2022. Number nine, Prey. Prey was a very entertaining predator spin-off and managed to be quite engaging thanks to a great performance by Amber Midthunder and beautiful landscape shots for the score. Director Dan Trachtenberg hired Sarah Schachner, who should be a familiar name to the gamers among you, due to her compositions for such games as Anthem and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. For Prey, she delivered a quite unconventional soundtrack edgy, rough, and tribal. And I mean this in the best possible way. The music is at times quite brutal. but also has surprising melodic parts. And the combination of those two moods really make the score shine. Based on her previous works and her quite memorable compositions for Prey, I really hope you will hear more of her in the future. Sarah Schachner is truly a talent to look out for. Number 8 Fantastic Beasts The Secrets of Dumbledore. This dreadfully boring third part sealed the fate of the mismanaged Harry Potter prequel spin off series, meaning it killed it. The only reason why I am a little bit sad about that fact is because we won't hear any more Fantastic Beast scores by James Newton Howard. His music was easily the best part of each film. For Secrets of Dumbledore, his score turned out to be surprisingly understated at times, not boasting a lot of big crowd pleasers and instead focusing on many individual and quite lovely musical moments. Every now and then, the score reaches some great heights. Everything comes together in the end, with some wonderful new arrangements of familiar themes. as well as a beautiful track for the end titles. Although I would have wished for more statements of my favorite character melodies, the score for Secrets of Dumbledore still turned out to be a pleasant and entertaining experience. And for what it is, that's enough for me to recommend it. Number 7, The Northman. With The North Man, director Robert Eggers delivered a very dark and powerful Viking revenge story full of stunning visuals and raw performances. What thickened the already tense atmosphere of the film even more was the score by Robin Carolan and Sebastian Gainsborough, both total newcomers to film music but successful composers and record producers in their own right. You would never guess however, that this was a debut score for either of them, because their music sounds incredibly mighty and authentic. Thanks to period-specific instruments, like a toggle harper, a langspil, a sackpeeper, and more. Combined with horns, strings, and drums, they deliver many great moments. Reaching from quieter pieces? to menacing tracks with yelling male voices. Big themes are not the focus of the music. Instead, it delivers on harsh mood and brutality, with little place for true melody, even though some lovely sounding music can be found here too. The Northman truly impressed me in the cinema, and on album, while at times difficult to stomach, it can be a quite rewarding experience for the careful listeners which are open for something a bit different. Number 6, The Batman Whenever Michael Giacchino composes outside of his comfort zone, the result is usually impressive. Case in point, Matt Reeves' take on The Caped Crusader, a great action thriller focusing on Batman and the crime syndicate of Gotham equally. Giacchino's main motif for The Dark Knight is as simple as it is effective and perfectly fits Robert Pattinson's take on the character, brooding, menacing and stoic. The great thing about the score is that, stylistically, it doesn't try to do everything completely different, but instead feels like a combination of what worked in previous Batman scores. The Catwoman material, for example, has a similar sound to what Danny Elfman composed for the character. The theme for Riddler is a chilling horror take on Franz Schubert's Ave Maria. And the action is incredibly huge. Michael Giacchino's best score I've heard in years and I can't wait for what he and the rest of his amazing team will do with the sequel. Number 5, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness Where would I be without Danny Elfman on a list like this? He was actually missing from last year's list, but this time, he has earned himself a spot, thanks to his score for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Sam Raimi's return to cinema, which he managed to make pretty entertaining. Here and there, Elfman quotes the Doctor Strange theme by Michael Giacchino to great effect. But mostly, he relies on his own new theme, which is less heroic, but just as malleable. Sometimes he copies his previous works a little too obviously. but the dense and bombastic orchestrations more than make up for that fact. All in all, this is a typical Elfman action score which pushes all the right buttons to make it hugely satisfying to me. Number 4 The Legend of Vox Machina Whoever isn't yet familiar with the Amazon Prime animated series, based on D&D sessions played by professional voice actors, who return as their characters for this show, is truly missing something. The legend of Vox Machina is funny, clever, dramatic and insanely violent but also has a lot of heart and should be any fantasy fan's wet dream. Another great thing about the show is the music by Neil Acree, who has a lot of experience with video games, several World of Warcraft titles among them. For The Legend of Vox Machina, Acree adapted the theme song of the D&D sessions, Your Turn to Roll, and turned it into an epic orchestral version. <laughs> gets a lot of variations throughout the first season. There's a fitting version for every occasion. But I mustn't forget the songs, composed by Peter Habib and Sam Riegel, who voices the gnome bard Scanlon Shorthold and who sings the songs in character. Be warned that the songs, just like the show, are absolutely not suitable for children or anyone who is easily offended by curse words and sex jokes.
1: Come on, let your fingers...
0: But if you don't mind that, this album has plenty to offer, really fun songs, and a great score by Neil Acri.
1: Number 3, The Gilded Age
0: Julian Fellows is a really good writer. And after the wonderful Downton Abbey, he blessed his fans with another costume drama show, this time set in New York during the 1880s, the Gilded Age. For Downton Abbey, John Lunn had composed many great themes for the various characters and places. For the Gilded Age, the brothers Harry and Rupert Gregson-Williams were hired, the second time they worked on a project together as equal composers. What they delivered not only was highly appropriate for the show, but also an absolute joy to listen to, be it its energetic main theme, the somewhat careful and optimistic theme for Marion Brooke, several other melodies for the mighty and clashing rich families in this melting pot of a town. The music rarely stands still but never gets in the way of a story. Yet it is always there and doesn't get drowned out by dialogue, guiding us through the scenarios and situations and being hugely enjoyable to listen to. The Crix and Williams brothers created a soundtrack and themes which captivated me from the very beginning and never quite let go. They highly deserve a third place on this list. Number two, God of War, Ragnarök. Bear McCreary's score for the 2018 sequel game God of War was one of the best video game scores I have ever heard. For the follow-up Ragnarök, McCreary greatly expanded upon his established sound and took great care in developing previous themes and introducing new ones. The Kratos theme sounds as mighty and stoic as ever, but the brand new theme for his son Atreus is also amazing, fitting his character perfectly. Other highlights are the sometimes downright Wagnerian musical elements for Thor, Odin, and Asgard. and the magical melodies for the young giantess Angruboda. One of my personal darlings, though, is the theme for the Dwarven Holdra brothers Brock and Sindri, especially thanks to the amazing hurdy-gurdy play by McCreary himself. Everything culminates in a song based on the Kratos material, sung by Irish vocalist Hosier. If it weren't for my actual number one this score would have easily earned the top spot. A score as strong and imposing as the God of War himself. And number one, the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. sure this is a surprise to nobody, but I'm not ashamed to say it. The Rings of Power is my favorite score of 2022. Bear McCreary created a soundscape which is absolutely perfect for Middle-earth, familiar and yet new, if not entirely original. The title theme, for which the showrunners brought back Howard Shore, is nice enough. But McCreary's themes are absolutely outstanding, fitting every single locale and character, no matter if it's the innocent melody for the half girl Nori Brandyfoot, <laughs> The welcoming and warm theme for Elrond. The oriental sounding material for the folk of Númenor. Of a the jaunty theme for the Dwarven Prince Durin. There are far too many highlights to name them all here, which is no wonder given that there are almost 10 hours of music for just this first season alone, but I can only emphasize all the praise this music has received already. The Rings of Power is an absolute triumph for Bear McCreary and easily one of the greatest television scores ever written. thus concludes my long overdue list. I hope you had fun and maybe discovered some music you weren't already familiar with. 2023 has already begun and there's plenty of music to look forward to. I thank you for your time and wish you all the best.